0: Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. And I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing. And then in my spare time, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. It was it was really, honestly, more like living in a mental prison. And then one day, I made a decision, and I took action. I took one step in the direction of my dreams. And I mean, I bet on myself for the first time ever. I started to change the way that I saw myself. And I began to change the way I saw my circumstances. And it's so interesting because when I did that, things began to change. And now I am totally committed, you know, for the rest of my life to partner with people. People that want to do, be, and have more. You know, quality people. People people that want to become better versions of themselves. And so that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I believe right now there's never been a better time for us to invest in ourselves and others. The world needs us at our best. Our communities, our families, the workplace, the marketplace, we need to be our best. So today we're going to talk about how and where to start. It's so interesting lately when I, I see friends you know, around town or when I you know, go to a conference or whatever, if they haven't seen me in a while, they're like, wow, you, you look good. How did you lose your weight? And I just kind of laugh inside because honestly, they know how I lost my weight. We only ask questions to the answers that we already have. I knew for years how to lose weight, but I also know knowing and doing are two different things. The other day, I was just mesmerized as I watched my great nephew scroll through an iPhone. He's not even two years old. And he has already learned how to do that. We have access to everything. And as my aunt says, go ask the Google. She calls it the Google. So it's really not about not knowing. It's just that we're not willing. I know so many times in the past I've set these ginormous goals. Just kind of thinking and daydreaming that somehow it was just going to automatically automatic. I can't even say that word. Let's say it together real slow. Auto-magically. There we go. Then we just think it's going to happen without the work. And my failures, they came often and they hit hard. But now another day we'll talk about failure because it truly is a comp, you know, just a constant companion of success. Failure will never go away. So if you're looking for the perfect person in the perfect podcast I'm not I'm not the person you might as well just hit delete (laughs) but it's it's so much more than just reaching for the goal I had no idea that I had to have systems and a plan I know that sounds logical but I'd never done that I had just flown through life by the seat of my pants I had huge goals and dreams I used to always say I want to be a world changer I'm going to be a world changer and it wasn't until I got my systems in place that that became a reality. The other day, I was doing a training, a Zoom training, international training. And, and the first people that popped on, one was from Romania and one from Trinidad. And I was like, this is, this is so cool. <laughs> but let's talk about what keeps us from taking that step. If you're like me, there have been times that I was getting ready. I was getting ready to get ready. But y'all, I'm just going to go ahead and call BS on that. Now, this is a family show, so it's a bogus story. But I'm just going to call it because it's procrastination. Maybe it's perfectionism. But all those things, the root cause of that is fear of failure. We're going to get ready to get ready. Well, I'm going to start on so-and-so date. Or I'm going to wait until this happens. Or I'm going to, I used to say, I'm going to go to the doctor after I lose weight because I didn't want the doctor to fuss at me. But four years ago, I was up against a wall, and and one of my mentors says, that's the greatest place you can be, because you only have one choice. You know, when you're up against the wall, that's when you get, usually when you get going. A friend reached out and encouraged me to start this daily gratitude journal, and somehow I just didn't think that was enough. I thought, how can that help me? I mean, I had just gotten over a business that had gone sideways, I mean, to the point of bankruptcy sideways. And I thought, it's going to take more than than a gratitude journal to 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 change my view of my life, and my world, and my circumstances. But interesting enough, I took her up on that challenge, and I began to daily write gratitude. And I... I'll never forget when I realized I had done it for, you know, like a whole month and then six months and a year. And when I look back and realized I was going on my second year and now I'm starting my fifth year of gratitude. But it really opened my eyes to the power of habits, daily habits. I'm reading a book right now, Atomic Habits, and it's and it's an amazing Um, just deep dive into the creation of habits. And I think sometimes we think we got to change everything. But if we'll just increase one thing, just start with one thing. Drink one more glass of water today. If you do that every day for a year, you're going to increase by 37% by the end of the year. Losing weight is just an easy subject to use as an example. So over time, if you consistently and improve on a behavior, whether it's walking maybe 15 minutes a day to start out with or not eating a whole row of Oreo cookies, maybe just eating half a row. I don't know what the thing is, but at the end of the year, you will see results. And oftentimes, you know, I know in the past I've gotten discouraged. Maybe I've been working out for a month or walking or doing whatever, leaving off, you know, Ruffles potato chips dipped in birthday cake icing or whatever the thing is. But I'm not, you know, maybe I wasn't wearing my jeans yet. I wasn't fitting into my to my jeans. And we start to lose that momentum. We start to think it's not working and we start to reach into the potato chip bag. Or maybe it's something at work and you're working on a big project and it's not coming together. And so you just start thinking, well, you know what, maybe I'll wait till you know, the third quarter to start this or whatever your thing is. It might not be health-related. It might be in a relationship. It might be at work. It might be your finances. I don't know what your thing is. But just because you hit the plateau doesn't mean it's not working. We have to focus on these systems that we have in place and making sure that they're solid because it's not just reach the goal and then quit and go back to eating sage chips. I've done that a million gazillion times. That's why it took me 25 years to lose my um, my baby weight. And my child's 25 (laughs) because I had to get that place where I put the systems in place in order for it to work. But just improving, y'all, even if it's just a little bit, it compounds. Consistency compounds. It's just like if you save up whatever the little scale thing is, a penny a day. And you know, every day you sell, you know, you save a penny a day. By the time you're 30 or 40, I forgot, you have five jillion dollars or something like that. Not that much, but you know what I'm saying. We need to have specific actionable goals, but our results are connected to our systems. And I mean, it's it's what leads us to the results every time. If we are a coach of a team, we don't focus on winning the state championship. We focus it on every day, either making more free throws or running a faster 60-yard dash or whatever the sport is, whatever the thing is, we focus on those daily individual improvements every day. And it impacts the results. But So if you only focus on the end, the score or the the scale or the balance in your checking account, whatever the thing is, and you don't grow and improve every day, it's a pipe dream. (laughs) I mean, goals are imperative to set us in the direction that we want to go. And I never wanted to sit down long enough to... To create the goal, create the plan, and the systems. I just wanted to take the shortcut and get there. But winners don't just focus on the goals. Your success is hidden in your daily routine. And sometimes you got to sit really still and look at your daily routine. If you're stressed out because when you pick those kids up from school, then you have to go to the grocery store, what could you do different? Sometimes we don't, we don't, it is we're doing. We're so close to it, we're lost in it. So I want to give you an example of of another discipline that I've created in my life. And so I'm just being honest here, but I, I did not always make my bed. I know it's terrible. And some of you are like, how could you even do that? And I don't know. But I was raised better than that. But it wasn't a priority. Nobody saw my bed except me and, you know, my husband. So what difference does it make? But then that day that my son left for officer training, I thought, wow, his world is about to change, and he's about to enter into a, a, a time of extreme discipline, which he's he was disciplined anyway. But still, it was going to be a stretch. And so I decided, well, I'm just going to become a Navy SEAL mama. Ha ha ha. I know that's funny. But anyway, I have made my bed for the last 271 days. And to some of you, that means nothing, but to me... This whole creating new habits and new disciplines is huge because prior to (laughs) the last five years, honestly, y'all, I flew by the seat of my pants. And it's so funny because I don't have to focus on breaking the bad habits because when I'm focusing on creating these new habits, the old ones are replaced. My faith, one of my favorite verses is that Romans 12 too. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Some people think that they're just stuck where they are. That it's just, you know, I've even heard people say, well, it's just God's will. Well, you know what? God created things in order. He was very strategic, <laughs> very disciplined, and very orderly. And we are made in his image. So that's another another day, another chapter. But you know, in the past, a lot of times I would just treat the symptoms of my life without treating the really ca- the real cause. But now I realize that by doing that, it, it's, it did not serve me. But when I do the thing that I want in my life, I will have the thing. It's like Emerson said, "Do the thing, and you will have the thing." You might want to write that down. <laughs> I have it on my little uh, memo board in my kitchen. But when we only focus on the result, we only solve that problem. And it'll come up again and again and again. That's probably why you can ask my friends every Monday. They're like, well, what diet are you on today? And what new program? I mean, every Monday. And about Monday by lunch, I had blown it. So until I created a system, I never had the results. (laughs) I can remember thinking, gosh, I'll be so happy when I get this result in my life. Because I, I believe that, you know having those things, whatever the thing was, I believe that that's where my joy level and my happy meter would be impacted the most. I thought my, my happiness was, was because I would reach the goal, but it's really not true. Really the thing that increased the joy and removed the shame and guilt from my life was that daily practice of gratitude. It replaced all that with with joy. I mean unspeakable joy. And honestly I've been writing that since April the ninth. Um it was one of my dreams that I've achieved is unspeakable joy. And I can tell you there are just times now in my day I just say out loud, Wow, my life is so full. I am so alive. I have never felt this alive. And it's so true. I don't know that I'd even sleep if I didn't have to. I mean I'm that excited about living. <laughs> Now, don't get me wrong, because some people are like, gosh, I wish I was like happy like you. Don't think that it doesn't show up. That little voice, those little reminders, the past will creep back in. Those thoughts will creep back in. Anxiety will try to knock on the door again. But now, instead of allowing that to creep in, the the Marines call that mission creep. (laughs) And instead of allowing those thoughts to creep in and take over my mind, which take over my my results, my emotions, and my reactions to everything, I'm equipped. I'm equipped to change and redirect my thoughts. It's the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to be better i never I never even thought I'd probably have a real coach, and now I have seven well, I just added my eighth one, Mel Robbins is now my eighth mentor, but I have seven that I am actually on a phone call with and can you know communicate with and learn from and mastermind with and think they're my thought thinking partners, but it's made such a difference in my life. Now, of course, just I am a person of faith. So I just, just to clear the air, if anybody's thinking, oh, she seems like she's so over into the world. No, I'm not into the world. I am living the designed life that God created me to live. And He has put these people into my life to, to encourage, equip, and empower me. So I give Him all the glory for that. But pretty much it gets down to this. I mean, when you get, sick and tired of being broke, busted, and disgusted or whatever your thing is, you're going to change. So what is just one thing that you could do today to move you in the direction of your dream? Maybe go through your closet and donate a big bag of clothes that no longer serve you. Maybe drink an extra glass of water. Um, Hydration is very important. It's one of my health hacks, and we'll talk about that another day too. But, I mean, go on YouTube. Watch one of, you know, my mentor... Um, John Maxwell. Watch one of his videos on the 15 laws of growth. Watch Mel Robbins, Rachel Hollis. I mean, there are a million bazillion people. Read a chapter in a book. Hire a coach. Message me if you, if you want more details about that. I'm, I'm opening up partnerships right now. Write someone a thank you note. Or write down something you're thankful for. Until then, remember, get gritty. And gritty is the new pretty This Gritty movement started with gratitude. And by the way, that's what the G in Gritty stands for is gratitude. I'm thankful for you. I love you and I believe in you. I'm off to the Empowered Living Live um, training in Orlando. So I'll be tuning in from there sometime over the weekend. But I'm going to grow. I invested in myself and I'm going to grow. I love you guys. See you soon.